Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, 21st of January, and this bull market just continues for the moment. We've been up 59 points this morning. That's on the back of Wall Street, up 258, and the future's up 44. We're currently up 42, having peaked out a little bit. Big driver overnight was Netflix up 17% on results, with Apple up 3%, Facebook up 2.5%, Microsoft up 3.6%, Amazon up 4.6%. The Fangs plus Microsoft are flying along at the moment. All the markets in the US hitting all-time highs. And all that has conspired to produce one of the best sessions on the day of an inauguration since 1937 for Joe Biden. He is very busy at the moment signing executive directives on immigration, environment, coronavirus and reversing some of Trump's policies. Just to give you a, a window on what he's done so far, he's, he's stopped the construction of the Mexican or Southern Wall, as they call it. He's revoked the Muslim travel ban. He's mandated mask wearing on federal property. He's extended the eviction moratorium and the student loan concessions. He's rejoined the Paris Climate Accord, tightened car emissions, and cancelled a Keystone XL pipeline permit into Canada, which is disappointing for the Canadians. He's also making noises about the White House adopting a policy on competition and antitrust issues, which doesn't read very well for big tech, although they didn't care overnight. And the Washington Post is predicting a or the most aggressive regulatory assault against the tech industry in history, rather over-glamorizing it perhaps in the media. But you can see a very positive start to his presidency. Meanwhile, Trump pardons everybody as he exits. And China has sanctioned 28 US politicians from the Trump era. Plenty going on. But I think the general feeling is that Biden is a positive. The inauguration has gone off without violence. 25,000 National Guards probably sorted that out. And there are various other little positives around. I've listed the market positives and negatives today. The inauguration being a positive, an accelerating vaccine rollout in the US. Apparently, they've gone from this rather grinding 200,000 vaccines a day to 800,000 in the last week. And Biden's vaccine plan promising 100 million vaccines in the first 100 days of office. There's also optimism about the stimulus bill coming along, despite some resistance. There's a good results season going on, better than expected fourth quarter results, although most of the big financials that have reported have had better than expected results, but the share price have gone down, not by a lot, but it seems better to travel than arrive to a good reporting season. Then there are the positives of endlessly accommodative FOMC policy settings, Janet Yellen in charge of the US Treasury, which is a benign, less volatile appointment than under Trump. And there's also been some improvement in COVID numbers and hospitalizations in the US. Market negatives at the moment, some resistance to the stimulus bill, the vaccine supply chain issues, which have slowed it down, but they seem to be getting on top of that. Chinese lockdowns, they've locked down another 1.9 million people overnight ahead of the Lunar Week holiday, which is February 12th to the 17th, which could end up being a super spreader event, but we're still a few weeks away from that. Worries about higher taxes under the Democrats, elevated stock market valuations, and as we saw from the Bank of America 
global fund manager survey yesterday, fund manager cash levels are very low and equity weightings are very high. And we are in the middle of what you might call peak equity optimism, which of course can change. I think there are a few little alarm bells flashing on valuation and momentum at the moment, which could all change. But at the moment, no excuses for it to change. And on the back of that, we have made some growth portfolio changes today. We have been sitting with 16% cash, which is too high in a bull market, underperforming every day that we sit there with the market going up. And we've run that down today by making a few changes. We've topped up our Macquarie holding. We don't hold the major banks in the growth portfolio. So Macquarie is our proxy. We've topped up our holdings in that. We have also re-bought into the travel recovery trade. If you remember all the travel stocks we were holding in December, we sold them all, which proved to be really quite timely. The whole sector came off when Henry's mates in the northern beaches of Sydney decided to contract COVID and all that hotspot inspired concern created a sell-off in the travel stocks. We have bought back into them again as they firm up a little bit. Flight Centre, Qantas, Webjet, corporate travel. We thought about Sydney airports and Transurban. Transurban's just had a bit of a pop. There's a buy signal on Transurban today. There were a couple of broker upgrades yesterday, but we haven't bought into it. And Sydney airports as well. Both are struggling in the face of rising bond yields at the moment. So we haven't bought into those. So bought a few or bought back into the travel trade or the travel recovery trade. We've also bought net wealth. They've had a recent share price setback. Meanwhile, funds under management numbers from NetWealth, Hub24 and Premium have all been extremely strong in the last couple of weeks. NetWealth is the largest of the three majors in this space that is benefiting from a rotation from major industry and super funds into platforms, funds management platforms, which includes separately managed accounts, which are run by NetWealth, Hub24 and Premium. We have chosen NetWealth as the stock that's come off the most recently, has just begun to bounce, begun to bounce, has a 3.6 million market cap, return on equity of 62%, 20% earnings growth, a strong balance sheet. You could buy the other two, we could buy all three. Hub's got a 1.6 million market cap, PPS a 315 million market cap. They're all benefiting from the same trend or tide, but we'll go with net wealth. So we've run our cash down today in the growth portfolio by finding some stocks to buy. Right, a couple of other stock items, Z1P or Zip which we hold is up 8% today. They have popped out their quarterly customer numbers, which have pleased the market. The charts bottomed. There are buy signals in the short term. We already hold it. APT momentum helps. APT up another 5.8% today, just about to hit $150, having been $110 at the beginning of the year. And other tech stocks as well, enjoying the momentum from overseas. WiseTech's had a couple of good days now, up 5.2% again today. But Zip looking like a technical buy on the news today. BHP had production numbers yesterday. The research, I've published the research in a tiny table in the strategy piece today. All my images are tiny today because I've got some new screens which much with much higher definition. And for some reason, I can't work out. How to make my images bigger, I will work it out, no doubt, before too long. 
but there's a tiny table of what research there is on BHP after the production numbers yesterday, and the average target price is 0.8% below the current share price. Not exciting stuff, but research on these big resources stocks, especially BHP and Rio and Fortescue, which depend so heavily on an iron ore price assumption or other commodity price assumptions, are not really or are only as good as the commodity price assumptions behind the research. So the target prices are based on earnings. Most of the research is using commodity price forecasts well below spot price on iron ore. So the research is rubbery at best. So we don't really take our lead from that. BHP will follow the iron ore price at the moment. It's still going up. One other little observation is Northern Star popping up with buy signals. Have a look at the chart in the strategy section today. The gold sector is clearly bottoming. Northern Star, as one of the majors, is down 20% from the top, bottoming on the charts. There's no real reason to buy gold. It's a commodity that does very well when the world goes to hell, and the world isn't going to hell at the moment, but there is clearly some bottoming on the charts in gold might be of interest to some of you. Certainly, if you didn't know what stock it was, you'd be buying it on the chart. And there are probably other gold stocks as well. You could have a look at doing the same thing, including the gold price. I think there was a buy signal on the gold price earlier this week. And then I've got a little paragraph on Transurban, which popped up 4.2% yesterday on some broker upgrades. The yield's 3% unfranked, so nothing for the income investor here. And it's not exactly a growth stock, so we're not buying it. But some of you might like the chart bottoming. I've got the broker research on Transurban in the strategy piece today. Ordmanet upgraded yesterday to buy from hold with a target price 22% above the current share price. Not in that table is also a JP Morgan upgrade. Macquarie have got a target price 11% above the current share price. All the other brokers haven't upgraded, updated their research for a month. Right, finally, a couple of stocks on, or that are seeing director buying, clean tech and Magnum Mining. Don't know anything about Magnum Mining, but I just see the directors buying it and the share price going up. And clean tech was one of the, the hottest trading stocks in 2017, still making losses, but share price bottoming and a couple of directors making small purchases there. Uh, right, I've got technical observations in today. You'll see the buy signal, sell signals. Interesting buy signals, I thought. The reject shop, technology one, which we hold. I hope it does bounce. Email payments bottoming and wise tech bottoming. Sell signals, few and far between a mile topping out in mineral resources and another one PKS holdings. Right, that's about it. As I leave you, the market is up 40. The Dow futures are up three, not telling us anything. And that's about that. You have a fabulous day as always. Oh, zip up 10.7% now. APT up 6% now. For fund managers, it's the don't buy these stocks and you'll pay for it in underperformance later sector. Afterpay, now the 13th biggest stock in the market and still going up.